are listening to the Echo Church Podcast, and we are on a mission of rescue and restoration into a vibrant and fulfilled life. Hey, what's up, Echo? I'm Andy. And I'm Christy, and we're here in our living room because it is a snow day in Minnesota. And we thought we would just uh, give you a quick word of encouragement. Uh, in the midst of this us series, we're trying to define the relationship. We're trying to uh, maybe just be real with each other and also with God. And one of the things that we wanted to talk about today was some relational expectations that we have on one another. Uh, the truth is, from the beginning of time, God had those expectations upon us. And so it doesn't matter what type of relationship you're in, uh, there's expectations. And so today we thought we'd illustrate that uh, just really quickly uh, by talking about the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament. And uh, we believe that the second part of the Ten Commandments uh, relates to relationships on a human level. Mm -hmm. We call that a horizontal relationship. Uh, and we thought we'd just kind of talk about one of those today. Any thoughts there, babe? Yeah, so Andy and I have been talking about the Ten Commandments a lot just in the process of this series. And one thing that I think has struck me in a significant way in the past month when we've been brewing on the concepts with within the Us series is that it's about God protecting us, the Ten Commandments. I think a lot of times when I grew up, it was like, these are the commandments and you need to abide by them. But as even we've been unpacking it with our girls and each other, I think that so often we can look at the Ten Commandments like, well, that was for then, or I'm not going to be doing those things anyways, or you look at them as rigid or strict. And I think of the Ten Commandments being God wanting us to live a whole life. And yeah. so you may be sitting here going, well, I'm not going to go murder someone, but it's going to a deeper level of what does that mean? What does murdering mean? And that's one, one that we're going to highlight today. And so I think for me... Thanks, thanks for not murdering me yet. Yeah. You know, one of our goals for you guys is to sit this close with your spouse. This is how Andy and I sit on the couch all the time. We do. He's smashing my knees right now. Hey, Christy, I'm glad that you brought up this idea that the Ten Commandments uh, can sometimes feel a little burdensome. Mm -hmm. um, but really, I, I actually, if we would have had church today, what I was going to talk about is how uh, what I actually view them as is more of a boundary or a fence. And uh, interesting enough, uh, someone did a study where they put a bunch of kids on a playground. Mm -hmm. and then they didn't have any fences whatsoever. What they ob observed was this. Those kids stayed right next to those playground, to the playground equipment. Uh, and then they decided to switch it up and they put a fence off in the distance, in the playground in the middle. And what they realized, once they got the fence out, the kids found freedom mm -hmm. to move beyond what was just in front of them. And I think that's the way I look at the Ten Commandments. Even though they're written in a negative form, I think we can find a lot of positivity and honestly quite a bit of joy and freedom in our life if we were to apply those to our life. Yeah, and I think of even just parenting our girls. Like We have guidelines, we have rules, we're leading them every day, and it's because we want to protect them. We want to prevent them from going this direction, we want them to go this direction. And I think of even the simple things with our two-year-old right now, you know, like don't go in the snow barefoot. 
Like these are things that she doesn't understand or don't touch the burner, it's hot. Or, you know, just there's so many things and I think that's because we love her and that's why God loves us and the Ten Commandments to me are, it's a whole package deal. It's God saying, if you follow me and you listen to these Ten Commandments and you apply them to your life, you will be on this side. And so I think that he wants us to be safe. He wants us to live a full life and along with even the fruit, the fruit of the Spirit. And you may even think this is funny, but a couple years ago, I don't know why, but I never connected the dots that it's fruit of the Spirit, not fruits. So when you hear things like patience and gentleness and kindness and love and joy, you know, that where it says in Galatians, the fruit of the Spirit, it's fruit. It's not fruits. It's one. It's all together. And that's the same with Ten Commandments. God wants us to seek Him and to, you know, pursue living a life where I am like living in kindness, living in patience, and same with commandments, it's all of the above. It's not just selective. And I think that modern day culture, it's really easy to think we can just pick a few or, you know, to pat ourselves on the back. Well, I'm doing good in this area. Yeah, I think the Ten Commandments, even though uh, I think this culture doesn't really like hearing about them, it's the context in which God created us to thrive in. And so uh, let's just really quickly talk about the last six or the last half of them. Uh, there's honor your father and mother. Yeah. Right? And then there's do not murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not speak falsely against another person. And then do not covet. Uh, and like I said, it, what I think I struggle with when it comes to the Ten Commandments is how they're written in a negative form. Mm-hmm. And so, it's the do not, do not, do yeah. not. I mean, if you tell me to not do something, I just want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how I'm wired. Uh, but let's just talk really quick about the do not murder. Uh, well, how could we return that in a positive light within a relationship, within a marriage, within a dating relationship, within a friendship, within uh, a parenting or a you know us as children with mm-hmm. our parents? Uh, how, how could we apply that a little bit more to our life? I think murder initially, right away my brain goes to killing someone. <laughs> That's what murder is, but I think... You haven't done that yet. Haven't done that yet. But I for sure have had thoughts that are super negative towards people, and Andy included, at moments. <laughs> but for real, about. I think it's the power of like our mind or where I'm going with my thought process. And sometimes you can get to a point and you're like, how am I here? Like, how am I thinking these things? How am I this angry at someone? How do I have this much unforgiveness? Or I don't know. I just think of really low points in my life and I can take that commandment as, okay, I'm here right now. And these are my thoughts. I'm not going to physically murder you, but I don't want this. I don't want my brain to be thinking these things or my heart to be feeling these things. And so how can I release this to God and how can I surrender? I remember a time in our relationship where uh, we were dating for a, for a time. We dated three and a half years. And, and you, were, you were at a Veda Hair Institution. Um, Veda Hair Institute. Yeah, okay. It wasn't an institution. <laughs> and you were, also, you were also working like 35 hours a week at Starbucks. I was burnt out for sure. I had a year of non-negotiable. This is going to be a 70 plus hour work week in five days. It was crazy. And within that kind of 
context of that relationship and what was going on, uh, man, our relationship was strained. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, we were pretty angry at each other from time to time. You were burnt out, obviously working really hard. I was starting a youth ministry. I developed a nervous twitch. <laughs> he did. <laughs> at some point. And, uh, <clears throat> but I remember in, at some point in that relationship, I had just straight up given up. You shut down. I just shut down. And I didn't murder you. <laughs> because I'm not going to murder you. were emotionally checked anyway. out. And I was, I'm a fighter and like I can, you know, get frustrated, but I'm a fighter too. Like I'm not going to fail. Like we talked about last week. So I was determined to have Andy like change his heart. And like, I'm like, we're not quitting. I remember some threats. Well, my point is, is there was a time in our relationship where it really came to a head, yeah. a head where, where like it was done. And it was over. And, uh, and I think God wants us to uh, live, live a life our neighbor's coming over. Oh, <laughs> um, no, just live with each other in mind mm-hmm. to be a life-giving couple. And although it was hard for you, yeah. as, as I gave up, that was kind of when you started really investing in our life, in my life, and really, really stepping up. Uh, to the plate, and because of your uh, willingness to maybe not just uh, react, but begin to uh, encourage me and begin to really get more emotionally involved and and uh, just relationally uh, in tune with me, uh, that really brought me back into the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I'm glad you did, babe. Me too. <laughs> I think, though, back to that season is what stands out to me what, got, what was so scary at the time, you know, we were in our second year of dating, is Annie and I, I mean, I had never experienced love like I had when I met you and when we fell in love. And, I mean, the all-in, the commitment, and beyond just the butterflies, I mean, just, like, love and devotion. And when we got to that point, and there's been a couple points in our marriage, too, where it's been really hard is our thoughts and just even our arguments and things at the time were how are we acting like we're enemies? Like, I love you so much, but we're treating each other like we're enemies. So it's not like, I'm not murdering you, but like, I'm treating you like you're the worst person in my life. Like, you are a burden, you are annoying. Mm-hmm. And I remember when, I, when we got to that point and then you shut down, and like I said, I'm competitive, but it was way deeper than that. Like, I have failed him. Like, I have failed you in showing you how much I love you and how I... I wasn't all in. I wasn't showing you I was all in with my actions, with my words. And so I took that as I'm going to show him and I'm going to show up for him and I'm going to fight against these feelings because we have fought so hard to get here. Yeah. I'm not going to quit. And I think that, that that's what happens sometimes in our relationships. And it can be strained with your kids. It can be strained with your mom and dad. It can be strained with colleagues. But just like don't treat people like they're the biggest burden in your life. And I'm preaching to the choir. I've struggled with that. But when I look at that commandment, you know, and maybe you get there in your head and you have these thoughts, or maybe they, you take it another step further and you say something that you regret. I mean, I've had things come out of my mouth and the second they come out, I'm like, oh my word, I, I shouldn't have said that. And then, or maybe it's... Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but I mean, everyone has a different timeline or process, but I think it's evaluating, like, what is, what are my triggers? Well, how am I getting here? And then when you get there, how am I going to get out of this? Yeah. Like, and it's surrender. It's giving it to God. It's yeah. God, I need you right now. Yeah. 
Um, it's prayer. It's you know getting in the Bible and reading the Bible and applying it to our life. And so, so the one thing we're focusing on today is do not murder. The positive form is be a life-giving person. Yeah. Give life in your relationships today. I mean, right now you're probably stuck at home. Your kids are running around and screaming, and you're stressed. You might want, you might be wanting to like try to accomplish something. And I guess what I want to remind you today is uh, there's nothing more important than just simply being present in your relationships today. Be a life-giving person, and uh, that's what we want to tell you today. Um, and within this relational series, being real with God, being real with others. Uh, let's just be committed uh, to not murdering our kids today while the snow is flying. And I think just giving compliments and yeah. sh showing, like me showing Andy, like I appreciate when you do this or when you, when you do this for me, I feel loved. And I think that's the same with kids. They always say like every negative comment you make, you're supposed to make 10 positive. I mean, do we do that actually? Am I going through the head and being intentional and be in all my relationships and so that's our takeaway is just show up for people and love them and you know really get to the bottom of when you get to your lowest points in your thought process like what is the trigger mm -hmm. yeah because murder happens in the mind way before it ever happens yeah. with your hand and so uh, we don't expect anybody murdering anybody physically but uh, emotionally and mentally we do that and uh, we just need we all need help mm -hmm. with that so Christy, can you close us in prayer for those that just need uh, yeah. Yeah. touch from the Lord? God, we just come to you right now, and I thank you for even just this creative way to give you our time today, God. And I just pray right now for every person listening that you will meet them where they're at, God. I pray for the questions that they have, that you will answer them. And I pray that you are the God of peace and comfort and that you always have a plan that's way bigger than a plan we could ever come up with, God. And I just pray for our thoughts I pray for our actions that we've had or do have right now, God. I pray that you will guide us and lead us and that you are our Father who loves and that you never give up on us. And we just lift this up in your name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Echo Church Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take just a second to share it with a friend or family member who might need to hear this word today. And if you're feeling alone, lost, have a question or want help with anything, please reach out to us. We are the echo.church slash contact. We would love to help you no matter who you are or where you're at. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to learn more, make sure to head over to that website, we are the echo.church to get all the details and upcoming services and events. 